hope you will think well of me once I am gone, and that you will remember I tried to be kind to you. You were unfailingly kind, mistress, the scribe managed to say before breaking down. She took him by his shoulders and hugged him momentarily before turning back to Paxon. Help me to board, she ordered. It was done in moments. Standing with the Ardrees and Isatorian, Paxon watched the trolls raise the light sheaths and release the mooring lines. He heard the diapson crystals begin to power up, snugged down in their past tubes, warm with the flow of energy siphoned down by the radiant drawers. He watched the sails billow out in the midday breeze, and then they were lifting away, rising into clouds banked overhead, thick and fluffy against a deep blue sky. Below, Paranor's walls and towers grew small against the green of the surrounding forests, and as the airship shifted course south, they faded and were gone. The last time, Affenglow whispered, mostly to herself, though Paxon heard the words clearly. Isaturin moved away toward the bow, leaving the Ardrees with the Highlander. Paxon watched him go. He had noted the other's deep reticence during their boarding, and he believed the High Druid was dealing with these final hours in the best way he knew how. But still he was struggling, his path uncertain. Paxon could not blame him. His own emotions were edgy and raw, his sense of place and time rocked by his own reluctance to accept the inevitable. The airship flew south toward the Cannon Pass, navigated the narrow fissure that split the dragon's teeth, and descended into the borderlands of Callahorn before turning east to follow the wall of the mountains, tracking the blue ribbon of the Myrmidon River far below. No one spoke, himself included. There was a surreal aspect to what was happening, a sense of suspension of time as they made their passage. The day eased through the afternoon and on toward sunset, but even knowing their destination did nothing to help dispel the unreality that wrapped the cause of their journey. Paxon kept thinking the same thing, unable to absorb the words fully, incapable of finding a way to accept them. The Ardrees is dying. We are taking her to her final resting place. After today, she will be gone forever. There had never been a time in the collective memory of living men and women when Avangloa Lesserdil hadn't been a part of their lives. She had been as immutable and enduring as the land itself, a presence unaltered by events or the passing of the years. That she would one day die was inevitable, but it always felt as if it would never be this day, or the next, or any day soon. The constancy of her presence was reassuring and, in some sense, necessary. Her life had been a gift. Her tenure as Ardrees had been marked by accomplishment. She had been instrumental in saving the four lands from the creatures of the Forbidding when they had broken free. She had reformed the shattered Druid order when all but two were killed— and made it stronger and more effective than it had been in years past. She had brokered a peace that had lasted for more than a century between the Federation and the other governments of the Four Lands. She had made the Druids relevant and acceptable again in the eyes of the races. Her entire life had been given over to her duties as Ard Rees. There had been two men in her life, but both had come to her in her early years, and both had been all too quickly lost. It was said that the loss of her sister Arling had been even worse, leaving her so bereft she had never been able to love again, and had supplanted that need with a deeply ingrained dedication to her work. It was said that, with her own family lost, the Druids had become her family. 
All this Paxon Lee had gleaned from stories told and writings read, from druids and common folk alike, and instinctively he knew it to be true. Knowing her confirmed most of it. The rest only added trappings to the legend she had become, wrapped in a mantle of history that would remain long after she was gone, survived by a legacy that would now be passed on to Isaturin. Paxon wondered at what this must feel like to the other man. Everything he did would be measured against what she had done. Everything he was, or would become, would be compared with her memory. He would not wish that on himself, he thought. He would not wish that on anyone. They were seated in front of the pilot box now, watching the sky grow slowly darker ahead of them as the sunset approached, past now beyond the Rune River where it turned south to reach the Rainbow Lake, beyond the city of Varfleet as well, beyond everything of Paranor and the Druids, but the airship on which they rode deep along the dragon's teeth toward the broad... Ex-